baby, baby, baby. We are back for NFL Week 9. And, of course, we are the DFS Army Fantasy Football Show. The three amigos are back, ladies and gentlemen. We got Brandon Adam. We got Mike Dickinson. And, of course, your flex, Shane. I'm going to throw it to Mike Dickinson because I just talked to Brandon. What's going on, Mike? Oh, no, not much. Um, it is November. We're rounding into the back half of the season, and now's the time when we got to make our stretch runs. We got to stock our lineups. We got to stock our teams. We got to stack our benches, ride through the bye weeks, and roll on to some fucking chips, baby. Yeah. Let's get some chips. Brandon, what's going on, brother? You know, just living life, just trying to survive until, you know, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's, uh, we got a lot going on up until Thanksgiving. So I'm just trying to. Bear with my wife on this schedule that we got going here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty much heads down in our real lives, and it's heads down in the football, especially the fantasy football season, as we barrel into, frankly, it's, it's playoff rush time, right? Like, this is where we define our teams, some key pickups. Um, and listen, can I just say, finally, hats off to Deontay Johnson, who got his first freaking touchdown in like Oh, my God. And he almost didn't get it. <laughs> and he almost didn't get it, but he got it, baby. He got in. So congratulations, Deontay Johnson. Congratulations if you started Deontay Johnson. Yes. It's um, a little bit softer week this week in terms of the buys. We only have four teams on buy this week in week nine. It's the Broncos. It's the Lions. It's the Jaguars. And it's the 49ers. So I say only all four teams. teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But very impactful teams. So obviously a show like this. And for those of you who are new to the program. Thank you. Thank you for joining. Uh, our goal here on this program is to help you with your start sit decisions. It's your call it your weekly flex plays, different streamers you're looking at. So that's the mm-hmm. whole goal of this program. And what we're going to do is we're just going to outline our, well, in, in total, our top 10 flex plays on the week or our start sit decisions, but make sure you ask us your start sit questions in the chat and uh, let's get going boys. But we got to set the scene first. Okay. Um, in general, we always like to set the scene. So just obviously some key games that if you're looking at your start set decisions that you do want to target Miami at Kansas city. Now that is a Germany game going on in Frankfurt at the yeah. 50 point over under well, Sunday night game. Ah, it's, it could be fun, man. I think that's going to be a fun one. Uh, Buffalo at Cincinnati, of course, 50.5 over under that's the, that's the Sunday night game. And then Dallas versus Philly, baby, baby, that's going to be fireworks yes. 47 over under we got bali in the house what's going on bali thanks for jumping on and boys this week there are some pretty key injuries make sure your drake lenders are pulled out emery dimicardo who actually was finally starting to show a little bit of yep flex worthiness he's out so you can't start yep. him cool. it's your boy keontae ingram mike that's going to be starting in arizona so that's yeah. i just i just picked up tony jones because i, I saw that i wondered why the fuck you picked him up <laughs> I had the the other guy in there, and then I saw he was out. I was like, what the heck? That came out of nowhere. Yeah, man. If you and if you're rocking the waiver wire this week, I don't know about you, but in most of my leagues, like it's the streets are rough out there, man. If you're trying to stream, especially like at the tight end position, it's getting nasty. I'm playing, I'm starting Gerald Everett in one of my leagues, and I do not feel good about it whatsoever. But uh, hey, listen, this is this is where we're at in NFL Week Nine. So we are going to get into our flex plays. But before we do that, let, let, let's help our guy Bali out here. He has a PPR start sit decision between Gabriel Davis and Demario Douglas. So really, what we're looking at here is we just talked about that game, uh, the Buffalo Bills high shootout. Gabe Davis, he's boomer bust man. He's a boomer bust type play. And then Demario Douglas, spoiler alert. I'm going to be talking about Demario Douglas a little bit later on the show today. But, uh, Brandon, who would you start between Gabe Davis and Demario Douglas? This week, I would go Douglas because volume is going to be king there. Um, he's going to probably get 10 targets this week, uh, to be honest with you, with Mac Jones against that putrid Washington secondary. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going Douglas. Mike? Brandon, you have access to you have access to the Fantasy Points data suite, right? Yep. Can you Can you look up? Can you see what kind of defense uh, Cincinnati typically pays? Gabe Davis is a is a man beater. 
So mm-hmm. if he gets manned up, that's why he that's why he's so good against Miami because Miami mans him up. So in man weeks, you want to start Davis. I don't know what kind of I don't know what kind of coverage Cincinnati typically plays. My guess is they're a little bit more zone because they don't have the elite cover corners. There'd probably be like a cover two, something like that. So in that situation, I would lead to Mario Douglas as well. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll find out for you. Just keep going. Yeah, so that, that that that'll be good to know. Um, I don't know, man. I'm still like I like Demario Douglas this week, but maybe it's just a cynic in me. I just when I have a choice between a Gabe Davis and a Demario Douglas, and I've seen Gabe Davis do it on a somewhat consistent basis, I'm I'm still gonna lean Gabe Davis on this one. I'm gonna go against the grain here. So you kind of split. It's two against one in favor of Demario Douglas. Everything on paper, and listen, that's one of the reasons we're going to be highlighting Demario Douglas a little bit later, Bali. But everything on paper suggests that Demario Douglas is going to have a great game. But Gabriel Davis has that two upside or two touchdown upside, and I'm just not sure Demario Douglas does. But in the PPR league, maybe the safer play. So we're kind of split on that, but that's okay. Yeah, for we sure. have to find it, Brendan. I haven't found we... it yet. Sorry, just keep right. going. I'll, I'll I'll update it once I find it. All right, well, let's just get into it, baby. Let's get into our flex plays for NFL Week 9. He's my best friend. He's my pal. He's my homeboy, my rotten soldier. He's my sweet cheese, my good time boy. So we know that Mike Dickinson likes to flex the quads. So we're going to go to you first, baby, and talk to us about your first flex play of the day. My first flex play is uh, going to that that Germany game, that 9.30 a.m. start time. My first flex play is going to be Rashi Rice. So I think in the beginning of the season, we all were wondering who the secondary target, secondary passing target for Mahomes was going to be. Um, we thought maybe it'd be Sky Moore. We thought, I think to a lesser extent, it would be Rashi Rice. Uh, yeah. We knew it wasn't going to be MBS, despite what the beat coming out of camp wanted us to say. So, but it seems like in the last couple of weeks that that Rice has kind of emerged as that that number two target behind Travis Kelsey. The running game is strong. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco has kind of taken over that backfield. McKinney mm-hmm. is not really a thing much anymore. Kelsey's Kelsey, but then but then behind him you got Rashi you got Rashi Rice slotting in Rashi Rashi, however you say it, I don't know. Rashi. Um, He's playing most of his. He's playing sixty percent of his snaps out of the slot. So when you look at Miami, the strength of Miami's defense in the secondary is the perimeter corners. Jalen Ramsey's back. You saw the week that he had last week. Xavier Howard's back. You saw um, he's he's always been an elite corner. He's still up there. So their slot corner has been because of those two. Because of how strong the perimeter is, the slot has been the weaker point. Cater Kahou, uh, who I didn't even know played in the NFL until thirty-five seconds ago when I pulled that up <laughs> to see who the slot corner was for Miami. Exactly. Um, He's given up a ton of production. Um, Rushy Rice, he's only anticipated to see like 14% of the target share, but his target share has kind of yo-yoed a little bit. He's been he's been up in the high teens and he's been down in the in the low, the low double digits. Um, but what's been steadily increasing is his snap share. So he's been he's been hovering up around 60 for the last for the last three or four games here. So he went. He started off 31, then he did to 18, then 50. Last three games have been 49, 59, 61% of the targets. So um Kansas City, not a super stout defense. Miami is a super potent offense. We've seen what they're capable of. They put up 70 points. I think this is going to be a shootout. And in a shootout, you, you like to get your pieces in, get your pass catchers in. And Rashi Rice is, is that guy for me. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really – I mean, obviously, you can't really fault ever wanting to start one of these Kansas City wide receivers. Uh, when you look at the over-under on that game, it's one of the higher-slated – games like we already talked about is 50 points over under and the implied team total for kansas city is 26 so slight favorite it's going to be interesting to see if any one of these wide receivers really emerges by the end of the year to become like a de facto number one wide receiver right right like right now yes Rashi rice has had his weeks sky Moore, he's had his moments i suppose but he hasn't really had any major weeks and it's clear right now that Rashi rice is a guy Sky Moore, yeah. he, like the story's he's done. That's it. One thing that's awesome about Rasheed Rice too is that he's like top five in yak. So yak per, uh, per reception. So like that guy is unbelievable after the catch. That's his superpower. Um, and nobody on that offense is really doing that. Sky Moore kind of he doesn't really have that much yak ability being at his size. Um, I, Tony, I just I, you can see Rasheed's. Snap share going up, and you can watch look at Tony's going down at the same time. So he's taking over that key role for that offense outside of Kelsey. They got to get him going because, he, I mean, as my, 
as we know, Kelsey's king. Like that guy is unbelievable, but they need somebody outside of him to as a pass catcher to actually pull some coverage away. Um, so I like Rice a lot. Last week was a weird week um, for the for Case K- Kansas City. I see that they're going to be very angry over that, and maybe they were looking past Denver a little bit to be looking at this week. Maybe they were doing a little bit of a looking ahead kind of syndrome and they got caught last week, but Mahomes was sick. Um, wasn't feeling great. He, he popped up late being ill. So you can tell he wasn't feeling good. So um, big bounce back. I love it, Mike. I think that's, I think that's a huge deal. I got, I I'm, I'm on the over for Rasheed Rice for fantasy points on sleeper this week as well. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but when I've got the freaking flu, man, yeah, I don't want to move. Like my entire body hurts. Let alone going and playing a professional NFL game. Like Mahomes just wasn't right last week. That's no, bro. Like he should have just. Honestly, he probably should have just stayed off the field. But he's he's a warrior. He tried. He did what he could. Um, But hey, give it to the Broncos. They came out and punched them in the mouth, dude. And they kept doing it over and over and over again. And and Russell Wilson kind of looked good. So. That was kind of nice to see Javante starting to get that look again that we love. We, all three of us were big uh, Javante Williams people. So yeah. we, I love seeing his uh, uh, explosiveness picking up. I think he's going to be quite a steal coming down the, the back half of the season. I've been trying oh, to trade for him all week because they're on by. Trying yeah, to, bro, that's a great time. Yes, I like that a lot too. So we got Brandon McBroom in the chat here saying Adam Thielen against the Colts would be a great, good flex in my opinion. Brandon, you sound like our guy Flex Matt, okay? This is Dude. like this is what Flex Matt does. Flex plays, okay? This guy is going to be started, rostered in 100% of leagues, 83% start rate. Sounds like a great flex. It's like Matt. Dude, you, you got to dig deep. Adam Thielen, it should be a wide receiver two on your team. <laughs> like, like he should, he's your wide receiver two. <laughs> so if he's your flex, you're killing it, my friend. <laughs> uh, no kidding. Exactly. Is uh, Terry McLaurin ruled out? Am I reading that correctly? Uh, I didn't see that. What? I didn't see that, but our guy Brandon is saying that Scary Terry's out and Dotson's a good flex. No, 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 I got to no, double no. check that because I didn't. Yeah, let's double that check that no, right Curtis now. Samuel's out. Curtis Samuel's out. Yeah, Curtis, Curtis Samuel, Samuel is out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Whew. McLaurin, you scared me a little McLaurin's bit. McLaurin's not even on the injury report. Yeah, because I'm like, I haven't seen anything about Jeremy McLaurin being hurt. So, yes. Okay. Um, okay, let, let's talk about your first flex play, Brandon, because this is an interesting sure. one. Give me your first flex play. My first flex play is going to be our dear golden child that we love, that we thought was going to be a breakout candidate for this year and rock the scene, but he's been kind of a slow starter this year. And that's my guy, Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson mm-hmm. is going up against those putrid pats. Um, for, Bill Belichick is going to be doing everything he can to stop the run and to put the game in Sam Howell, put the game in Sam Howell's hands. Right? Sam Howell is actually one of the highest. Uh, he throws at the high, one of the highest rates in the NFL as well. He's like top five, I'm pretty sure, in um, att- pass attempts. So they are throwing it, and without Curtis Samuel in the picture. You can see the difference in the offense a little bit. Um, the offense is they're starting to attack deeper down the field where that's where Jahan Dotson lives and thrives. When we can get him deeper down the field, it, that is when he can actually separate a little bit and actually catch, uh, catch those contested catches. For some reason, Ron Rivera really liked Curtis Samuel. Um, he really liked Curtis Samuel. He really hated Gibson. So, like, Curtis Samuel literally had two jobs. He had Gibson's job of last year, and now he's got the wide receiver position as well. But with with uh, Curtis Samuel out, I like them leaning on Dotson a little bit, especially against the Patriots with how putrid that. Uh, let me look up uh, his. Uh, I have his uh, the defense the D man that he's playing against here. Um, here he is. Miles Bryant. He gives up 9.3 fantasy points per game. That's who's going to be all over. Uh, that's who uh, Dotson will be lined up against most of the time. The cool thing about Dotson is this. With Curtis Samuel out, he is swapping time inside and outside. 50, 52% of his production has come from the slot position. And so I like Dotson being able to be that movable piece within the offense this week to actually make a splash and make a matchup uh, – nightmare against the pats that's so i like dots in this week i'm rolling them in a few different spots let me ask you this question brandon 
So Jamison Crowder is starting mm-hmm. to get a little bit more yep. usage. He sure. is likely going to slot in as the slot sure. wide receiver for that offense, right? In place yep. of Curtis Samuel. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously not as safe of a start as Jahan Dotson, but where are you at in Jamison Crowder? Is this like a, a standard yeah. 12 team league as a flex play? If you're starting three wide receivers plus a flex. So say yeah. wide receiver four. You can, I, I was going to put both as a flex play, to be honest. Yeah. Because I was like, should I go with the super deep guy or should I go with our Prince, you know, that we love? Um, and I like Dotson a lot. But last week, Chris, uh, Crowder had a good t- good game last week, got a tutty, got 80 yards. Um, he is splitting time with Dotson in the, in, the, in the slot. So I really like – I just like the fact that Dotson can be moved around and matched up. You're not going to see Crowder getting put out on the outside to, to be able to – you know, go deep down the field. I'm, I don't see that happening at all. I see, I see uh, him being a guy that's going to be running clear out routes for Dotson and be able to pull coverage away sometimes and then sneak him the ball a few times here and there. But I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. Jamison Crowder can be a sweet little DFS play. That's a super value that, you know, that is min mid us minimum salary as well. That I like that play too. Isn't it absolutely insane that last week against Philadelphia, Sam Hell had 52 pass attempts. Yeah. This is actually his second game this season with over 50 attempts. Yeah. So I'm saying like, fantasy points. Which that's what I'm shocking. saying. I think, I think with Washington losing their pass rush, their complete pass rush is gone. Yeah. That, and they already have the second worst secondary in the league. They're giving up the second most to wide receiver position across the board. I don't see how new England can't put points up here. So I think they can run the ball, get a little bit of a lead, maybe get Douglas into that into the end zone, and maybe get Hunter Henry going. I can see that being a little bit of a, a ugly shootout, a little bit where Mac can actually play with them because he's not going to be under siege every freaking snap without you know without Chase Young and Montez Sweat being in the picture. So I I like that a lot, and I think they're going to be able to run the ball a little bit on them. Okay, so so I, I like that. I think that's going to transition well into my first flex play here. It wasn't necessarily my top guy, but he's a guy I want to talk about because I think it's relevant, and that is Demario Douglas going up yep. against Washington. So on the game, uh, the game itself is a forty-one point over under. Uh, the Patriots are twenty-two point implied team total. But to your point, Brandon, teams have been able to move the ball through the air, and we've seen that when needed, the Patriots are okay to hand the game to Mac Jones. Now, yeah, it's been good and bad. And obviously the fact that Kendrick Bourne is now out for the season, which is yeah. sad because he was like, listen, he it's was a sad time when Kendrick player. Bourne yeah. what's that? Sorry. He was an underrated player. He was getting good volume. He's underrated, underrated man, but it's still a sad, sad thing when he is your number one wide receiver on your team. Yeah. Listen, Juju was supposed <laughs> to be that guy. Juju is not that guy. Um, you also see here that Devonte Parker is going to miss the game with the concussion. Oh. And so, on that, we saw last week that Demario Douglas had 25% target share. He led the exactly. team last week in target share. And back to, to your point, I think, and I think this is huge. I mean, it's got it's to the point now where Josh Harris, who's of course the owner of the Washington Commanders, the new owner of the Washington Commanders, he said, All right, Ron, I'm gonna let you do your thing. I'm gonna trust the process. You're a professional coach, do what you gotta do. It hasn't been working. So what are they doing? Mass Exodus, they sold um Sweat and Young at the trade deadline last week and this is it it's hands in the air it's okay let, let's let's play for next season so I, what i would love this is my dream this is my dream where they just say okay sam okay mac balls in your hand boys let's have a good old-fashioned shootout defense eh, we don't need to play defense and it's going to be a high scoring affair which case I mean, guys like Jahan dotson pays off finally again right yeah he's finally coming on yeah and one little thing about john dotson that was was kind of nice too. Last uh, versus last week versus beforehand. Last yeah. week, he his yards per reception was at 13, 13 and a half yards. That was his season high for the for the year. Um, he he didn't make it above ten point five this all this year, which means he's getting deeper routes. And I like the yeah. deeper routes for Jahan Dotson. Yeah, that's going to be important. Listen, it's Terry McLaurin's team. I'm still convinced of that. Um, yeah, but he'll be shut more down. so because. I don't feel like Sam Howell's the type of quarterback that can really get. I mean, you know, throw throw last week out the window, but in general, it, he's it's it's a one target or one you know first target 
type of player. So it's going to be good. I like this as a sneaky as a sneaky um, game. But then when you look at our chalkboard over at DFSArmy.com, Demario Douglas is projected to be the ninth um, highest ownership over at DraftKings and PPR leagues Oof. at 11.62%. That's so, too high for that chalk. That's kind of... Yeah, it's 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 a little high for that chalk, but I mean, listen, like a lot of these sharps are, are looking at the same metrics that we're looking at, right? I mean, True. everything on paper suggests that he's going to be a strong play. True. Um, and listen, Terry McLaurin, he is the eleventh um, highest projected player for ownership this week. So the that sharps is such this week a are bad there. That game, what's that? Terry is going to absolutely be shut down. Ch- Terry's not going to do a dang thing this week. I'm telling you, they're going to they're going to shut down the run, and they're going to shut down Terry. They're going to force it everywhere else besides those two spots. Okay, uh, yeah, no, that's going to be interesting. All right, let, so before I get to Brandon's question here, um, I just you know looking at the state of the quarterback position. It's absolutely abysmal. So the reason I'm talking about this is because Brandon brought up Aiden, Aiden O'Connell in the chat here, and like just look at just look at this like the starting quarterbacks this week. We got for Atlanta Taylor Heineke, for Minnesota Jaron Hall, for Arizona Clayton Toon, for Chicago Tyson Bagent, for Indianapolis of course Gardner Minshew, and then Aiden O'Connell for Las Vegas. So with the aforementioned Aiden O'Connell, how do we feel about Jacoby Myers as a flex this week going up against the Giants? So I was I was listening to something. Uh... And his, he targeted, he targeted Devontae Adams at like a, a high 20, low 30% rate. Love it. He targeted Josh Jacobs in the game that he started and everybody else was single digits. So yep. I yeah. think it's going to be a heavily concentrated game into Jacobs and Devontae Adams. I think that you've been riding Jacoby Myers thus far, so you might as well. Um, but I think you need to temper your expectations. I think it, I think it's a huge, huge, huge Jacobs and Adams week this week. I think it's a massive Jacobs week too. Massive. Yeah. So Antonio Pierce, who is the interim head coach for Las Vegas, he came out and said this week, we are going to scheme plays for our best players. Duh. You mean, you mean you actually give it to your best players, huh? That's, that's, that's a, that's a quite a nugget of knowledge. Jeez. Do you think is Jimmy G done? Like, is this it? Is is, is yeah, he should be? be. Con- he he should have been toast after San Francisco, dude. He should have never been a Raider. It's crazy that this is happening. He's awful. He's been awful. Yeah. I'd be curious to see Jimmy Garoppolo career earnings. I'm gonna Google that right now. Oh, because he is frankly, a, he's he, disgusting. He what a I band think that made McConnell in a super flex league, and I'm I'm rolling him. I dropped Mac Jones for him, and then you, you paid good you paid good fab dollars for Mac Jones, Shane. I saw that. Well, listen, desperate times go for desperate measures. Right? I do not yeah. with you. I just that was more of a rage drop than anything, but I was like, get this rage. guy off my roster. <laughs> At least Aiden yeah. O'Connell's exciting. He's fresh, he's young, he he could do something with his legs. Like, I don't know. I think that that Raiders team is gonna be sneaky. Like, those guys are fired up. Did you see the footage coming out of the locker room? I think it's gonna be a completely different Raiders team that we see coming on the field this this week. I think it's like exciting. we saw it two years ago when the exact yeah. same thing happened in midway through the season. Who who is yeah. issue now? And I forget who the interim coach was at the time, but he kind of got screwed. Who was the interim coach back uh, before McDaniel signed? Help us out in the chat, guys. I can't remember. He should he should the one who should have gotten. The oh, job. he's in Green Bay. Um, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, he was a uh, old Rich school. Yeah. Chris yeah. Rich Versace. Yes. There you go. That's it. He dude, he overperformed. He got he into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, did you right. see that? Did you see that video of the fans just losing it on Mark Davis leaving the game last week? And they're like, "Fire, fire all of them!" And, and Mark Davis goes, gave, gave him a big thumbs up and start shaking his head, "Yes." <laughs> well, did you did you read the report that? And this is completely off basis for fantasy so analysis, funny. but apparently McDaniel's is a huge Halloween guy, and he came to the Raiders complex on halloween the day after they were embarrassed on national television dressed as mark davis oh yeah that's that's a great idea that's a great idea well talk about reading the room mcdaniel you (laughs) autistic (laughs) jesus man can't read the room maybe he's just like like he's got there's got to be some brevity here but it's just yeah timing is everything and that's that's not good timing speaking of good timing mike give us your next flex play please my next flex play so um beginning of the season in my drafts where i was doing either hero rb or zero rb 
I was focused in, kind of dialed in on Miles Sanders in the sixth round. That has proven to fall flat. In theory, admit it, admit it, Mike. Don't make excuses. <laughs> Listen, shut the fuck up. In theory, it was a great play because he was getting he was getting the Yeomans the uh, he was getting a bulk of the carries. He was getting a bulk of the work. He saw passing target volume. The problem is he wasn't. He's not built to sustain that volume. So. Yeah. Um, the week that he the week that he was out the week before the bye we saw Chuba Hubbard come in uh, Chuba put up numbers um, last week even though Sanders was back Hubbard still got sixty seven percent of the snaps yeah so it's officially over Sanders yeah yeah, yeah it kind of is and you know as a as a Philly guy I liked Sanders I hoped he was going to perform well I thought that him going with Frank Reich voted well for him but I think at this point Hubbard is a little bit more he's a little bit more stout he's six one two ten he he's not a zero in the passing game so he doesn't have to come off the field in third down um yep. you know he's his he's just better his, his yards per carry weren't great last week he was sub two but the week that he filled in um for sanders when he was out he was north of four and a half um mm-hmm. we've seen him we've seen him perform we've seen him carry the load uh he was he truly fits the definition of a flex play he's somebody that you got late in drafts or you picked him up off the scrap mm-hmm. heap after sanders had a couple good weeks so my next flex play is chuba hubbard I I'm all behind that, Mike. I love that so much. I think that I think this uh, Carolina indie game is gonna be tra- like just trashy players getting big points. The both 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 defenses just hemorrhage fantasy points. And if you have Jonathan Taylor this week, mm-hmm. good for you. You're gonna get. You're gonna be ex- so excited after this week. You got Jonathan Taylor this week. God, I'm going against, up against Jonathan Taylor just coincidentally in a bunch of my leagues, and I top want to five play. He's I gonna he's he's gonna finish top five this week for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, do, do you think? I mean, Zach Moss, man, he's still like he's showing. Uh, he's, he's a he's a sneaky flex play as well. Like he he could be a flex play, but I just think if you look at the snap shares, JT's is moving up, Moss is moving down. It's time to give JT the guy you gave millions and millions of dollars to for you know. Give him, give him the job and let him run. I thought Moss would get moved at the trade deadline. Me too. The fact that he, the fact that he didn't leads me to believe that there is still going to be some sort like of like a little bit, like yeah, a, like probably him. like a 25, 30% roll. Maybe. I, I could totally see that. Maybe a little goal line package for him here and there. Yeah. yeah. He's got to be like a good locker room guy. Has to be. Has he's to be. He's one of those types of players, right? He's, he's always got a role in the team because the fact that he's stuck around in the league, like he was one of these guys where he could have been, you know, in the league for one or two years then gone. But the fact that he's continued to get a job and have a job, um, I got to say though, and this isn't, this isn't my take. I, this is from the pod father, but is there a better example of for, for GMs to say, listen, like Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss, this is why you don't pay your running backs. And this is why you don't draft running backs to round one because they can have similar production. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's cockamamie. Mm-hmm. Um, just staying in that game, guys. How how do we feel about Josh Dan- Josh Downs this week? He's been Me a pretty injury. popular play this week. A lot of people are now. I know he's still, he's still quite well. He's questionable. Questionable. He's questionable. But assuming he plays, like, are are you guys comfortable starting him up against? So, him? so I he was going to be a play this week for me until I saw him pop up a little late with the knee injury this week. Yeah. Um. It that's the only thing that scared me because it didn't happen right away, which yeah. means tells me he tried to go home, tried to s- tough it out. And it was probably swelled up and he had to go get some treatment. And then they put him on the report. But the dude is getting five. He's getting targets, man. The dude's getting targets. Yeah. I like him a lot. But I just I just think this is a Jonathan Taylor game. But if he if he suits up, you gotta play him. If it, like I think he I think he's gonna continue his little run here. I like Can we it. just say in that game, Michael Pittman last week, thirty-four percent target share. Ooh, it's so nice. It's so nice. We are so high on Pittman this year, and yeah. I hope I hope that we got him. I hope that you got him in your leagues because he was he was going at a discount versus his his upside. Oh, he was for sure. Um, okay, Brandon, give me your second flex play. My second, I'm going down down south to the dome in New Orleans. Rashid Rice. Or I mean, sorry, Rashid is going to be not Rashid Rice. Rashid Rice. I'm sorry, all the names. Rashid Shahid. Rashid Shahid. So many names that are kind of crazy. But I love how this guy plays football, man. I love the match with David Carr. David Carr 
early in the Derek season, Carr. when he had that. Are you drunk? Or Derek Carr, whatever. He's drunk. Um, like it's, it's Mr. Carr, Mr. Carr himself. Um, he had that AC joint injury on the throwing shoulder. You can see that he's actually getting healthy and he's starting to move that ball downfield a little bit. What happened last week? Get gave a huge bombs to Shahid last week, 50 yards plus on each catch. Okay. So that's the type of guy that you want um, in your flex spot that can actually absolutely just win you a league, win you a week. And the reason is, is that he's actually uh, for deep targets in the league. He's number four. He's got 17 deep targets this year, yeah. which is absolutely insane. He, his average uh, target distance is 18.2 yards, which is number two in the league, dude. So this guy has a role and with, within that offense, and they are using it in a big way. The great thing about it is that he has versus uh, versus our guy, uh, Alave, that we really like this year as well. Um, where is he at? Alave. Uh, there he is. Shahid right here. He's going against Tyreek Stevenson of Chicago. Um, Tyreek is giving up 16.4 fantasy points a game. A game that is absolutely crazy, and the crazy the the thing that leans towards um, Shahid is the fact is that the Chicago defense gives up seventy percent of the point fantasy points they give up on their defense is on the outside wide receivers, and that is where Shahid lives. And with this matchup, I think he's just a big time splash. I think after that big showing last week. He gets a little bit more target love. He, he didn't have very many targets last week, but I think he's going to earn himself some more this week, especially at home in that dome, that fast dome. I can just see the Saints just going ham all, all day against Chicago for those fans at home, put up big points as well. Um, I think also Taysom Hill or T uh, Taysom gets in the, in the um, end zone as well, kind of steals one from Alvin Kamara as well. Yeah, he's just such a troll to Derek Carr, fantasy managers. Derek <laughs> Carr. Dude, that's what it is. It, it's just what it is, man. Like, um, unfortunately, with with this offense, they're seeing that they when Kamara is in, this they are trying to run that ball and trying to move it through and trying to control that game. And when you got Taysom and Alvin doing that for you, Man, that's dangerous, especially in the red zone. Man, that I have me. Hill, and I'm I have Hill, and I'm playing him until he stops. Until I love it, yeah. man, dude. It's yeah. a, it's a great play. It's a great play, and I have him going in some parlays as well uh, this week with Taysom to score because I'm so heavy on Alvin Kamara because he has the nuts matchup. He, Alvin Kamara should have 25 points this week. Alvin Kamara, man, my God, yeah, he, he's a star. Just what right. a star. He's just he's a dog. Last week, seventeen percent target share on the season since he's been back, fifteen percent. It's just it's and Miller's hurt still too, so he's out out mm -hmm. and it's just Jamal. it's just all Alvin. It's all Alvin, dude. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, uh, boys, let's get to my next flex play. Now, this one is. I don't want to say chalky because it's not chalky. I, I like Jerome Ford, Cleveland going up against Arizona this week. It finally sounds like Deshaun Watson is going to play. So thank you. Love me. He loves me not. He loves me. He loves me not. Looks like it's a love me week for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. But what's interesting here is that um, one of the things I always like to look at when I'm looking at my, my start sit decisions um, and streamers for this show for preparation is just what percentage of people actually are starting this respective players. Right. And mm -hmm. so typically I like to say anything less than 50% is in discussion on this show and Jerome Ford is only at 45% start right now. Of course, last week injury. didn't have a great week. He was coming off the injury. Uh, it was definitely a Kareem hunt week. And for the record, I still think Kareem hunt's going to be a decent play, but make no mistake this season, the Browns made a decision to keep Jerome Ford rostered over Kareem hunt. Yes. I understand that Jerome Ford far, far, far smaller salary, but Arizona, on the season is 27th ranked matchup according to our matchup tool over at dfsarmy.com and they're allowing 130 yard shards per week there's no injury designation at all this week and um in week eight he only had a 31 percent snap share but he still had a 20 percent targets per route run which means that when he was running 
when he was out there and he was running uh, routes, he was yeah. getting targeted. And um, he was on there for the two minute drills, hundred percent of the time. He was the one in that, in those pass catching opportunities. So yes, we like Kareem hunt. I think he's a dynamic player, but if I had to choose, you know, in some hypothetical situation, I had both Kareem hunt and Jerome Ford on my team and I can only start one. Jerome Ford is the more complete back in my opinion, especially at this stage of their career. I like Jerome Ford this week. I don't hate it. I I I don't hate it at all. I I was gonna put Hunt as my play this week, but then I then you then you told me that yeah. the Q tag is off of Ford. So hopefully he returns back to that guy that we spent all that fab for. That Mike mm-hmm. was saying not Mike was saying not to do it. Uh, he, he was like. He was like, oh, it's going to be so funny when they sign Hunt and he ends up being the RB1. <laughs> and, that, and then that's pretty much what happened. And we said that, that it was very possible. It's actually pretty smart that the Browns didn't sign Kareem Hunt and didn't put him on the roster yeah. and just kept him out there because they had Lenny out there. They had Hunt out there that they could just sign if anything happened to Chubb. Um, so that was super smart jamming, I think, and I like that a lot. But, yeah, Ford is explosive. If that ankle is, is good – he is in a smash spot. Smash spot. Browns should absolutely roll over the cards this week. You uh, so speaking of that, do you think Leonard Fournette talking about these these backs that were available? Um, he's still officially on the practice squad for the Buffalo Bills. Yep. I don't know if he'll play this week, but moving forward, like how, how do we feel about James Cook with Leonard Fournette now? Is he dead? Go ahead, Mike. I don't think he's dead. I think they're both they're both in the RB2 conversation. I think when you drafted Cook, you were hoping that he would sneak into the back end RB1, and I don't think that's realistic. I think he's more in the RB2 flex play conversation every guy. week, which is fine. I mean, you got him. You got him, what, fifth, fifth, sixth, seventh round, somewhere around there. You picked up. You know, you got Fournette for free. Hopefully, you were you were, you had the foresight to know that Fournette was going to get signed somewhere eventually, and you picked him up like week five, six, seven, so you didn't have to pay a bunch of fab for him. But um, yeah, I think that I think that you know Fournette has. I think Fournette will be what they hope Damian Harris would be, which is the mm-hmm. inside the twenties yeah. hammer. Yep. And I think that I think he's got he's got touchdown upside every single week. And he can block, so he they aren't going to be afraid to put him in a – they aren't going to, like, rush him out of there on a two-minute drill. You know, if he's stuck in there in a two-minute offense or a four-minute offense, I could see him being kept in there for a while and not forced out. Um, so before I saw the picture of Lenny, mm-hmm. I was like, who cares? Yeah. But <laughs> after seeing what Lenny looks like right now, that dude is the most shredded I've ever seen him in his career. So he must have found some peptides or whatever. I don't know. Something because he looks phenomenal and his legs look like Von Miller. That's when I saw him running in that picture, I was like, is that Von Miller? Who is that? And then it was Lenny Fournette. So he's going to be the goal line guy. Latavia uh, Murray is completely dust. He's gone. Um, he couldn't even get it in on the one yard line. Uh, I think that that play uh, is what spurred this uh, signing for Lenny. Um, I think he's going to end up just taking Murray's and Damian Harris's role, and uh, I think it's going to probably end up being you know uh, like a 60-40 thing with Cook, where Cook is getting the bulk of the in between twenty work. Mm. Um, but I yeah, uh, here's the here's Cook. the thing though, like. Three of the last four years, Fournette had 76, 69, 73 catches. Like the dude is a stud in the passing game. So, like, if you got those two guys, you got you got Fournette at six foot two, 230, 235. He looks he looks, he looks bodied up. Like he looks now. straight up bodied up. Yeah. Like, and if you're if you're worried about your defense, now your defense is starting to gel. You're worried about your you're worried about your cornerbacks. They're your corners are not playing well. You want to keep your defense off the field. Why do you play Cook over Fournette? Like I'm trying yeah. to think through the process as as an OC, as somebody as a play designer. Like Fournette doesn't have to come off the field. He's fresh legs. He's not been through camp. He's not been through the rigors of the first half of the season. Like I think this could flip 60, 40 Cook. Holds baby. 40 Fournette to Cook. Like I, I could 100 percent see it flipping that way. I yay, I, 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 that's the fear. That's the fear. Oh yes. The other the other thing too, and I'm glad you brought up the the pass catching is the fact that Josh Allen doesn't check it down. 
Nope. So I, I wonder if they're going to try to adjust their scheme a little bit and saying, Josh, instead of rushing it for three or four yards and getting those additional hits on your body, just check it down to Leonard Fournette. Like, look yeah. what he did with a guy like Tom Brady. He was Mr. Reliable. Save your body. We need you for the playoffs. Leonard Fournette, he's reliable. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. And one of the reasons that Josh Allen is always top of the league in terms of interceptions <clears throat> is because he likes to push the ball down the field. Yep. One of the reasons we love Gabe Davis, we love Stephon Diggs. Yep. But at the same time, it just it, it can be absolutely killer for a team. Um, Let's I've got a couple questions in the chat here, guys. These are this is actually a really interesting one, one from a guy, Bali. Who would you guys rather have on your bench right now? Mm. Roshan Johnson or Jeff Wilson? Roshan. I think Roshan, Roshan for I think. me. Okay, yeah, 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 definitely Roshan. And then another one from Bali. We got okay. He says Watson, Watson or Cook, probably. but he said it's Brandon Cooks. So Christian Watson or Brandon Cooks? Ooh. Oof. I think it's I think it's my turn, right? I think it's my turn. It is my your turn. Play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, no, get, into it. Let's get into it. Although yeah. I, I th- actually that's not true. I just talked about Jerome Ford, but I'm gonna steal here. I'm gonna jump in because yeah. I love Brandon Cooks this week, man. I absolutely love Brandon Cooks this week. Christian Watson yes. at this point, Bali, you cannot trust him. Yes, he could explode for a 30-point game. But we haven't seen it. Something is not right with Jordan Love. That's a fact. Okay. And Christian Watson isn't his top target. It's going to be yep. Romeo Dubs. So this week, Brandon Cooks, I understand Brandon Cooks is not top target in Dallas either. But we do know Philadelphia rush defense is stout. It is number one in the league right now in terms of rush yards allowed. So guess what? How are teams scoring points on Philadelphia? That's right, ladies and gentlemen, through the air. And I don't know. I, I think that it's so funny, man. Like, so as somebody who isn't engulfed, like, I don't have ESPN, right? But this freaking like Dallas Cowboys talk, Dak Prescott is by far the most scrutinized player, player period in the NFL. I'm convinced is Dak Prescott. And for sure. this is going to be a massive week for him going up against Philadelphia, Big obviously week. a divisional game. But if he just does what he did last week, target the shit out of CeeDee Lamb, throw yeah. the ball to CeeDee Lamb, and then once in a while, get the ball deep to Brandon Cooks. You don't even need to give it deep to Brandon Cooks. He's a yard after the, the catch monster. Give it to him 8, 9, 10 yards down the field. Let him do the rest of the work. I I would, I don't know, man, I'd be almost willing to bet my left shoe that Brandon Cooks is going to get into the end zone this week. So I, I definitely like Brandon Cooks this week going up against those Philadelphia Eagles. Still think Eagles going to win it. Still think you're going to win it. It's at home in Philly, but it's going to be a good game for Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I, I, I totally, I totally agree with you, man. <laughs> I, I, I love that. I uh, James Bradbury has been getting torched uh, in man coverage, and Jahan Dotson, pretty much the clone of a Brandon Cooks, Tyler Lockett type, um, shredded his ass last week as well. So. I am right there with you. I think CD Lamb is going to have a monster this week too. I, 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 I so. be, between Dak, Dak is my favorite over of the week for fantasy points on sleeper. Um, he he's in almost every one of my uh, parlays I got going, and it's for a good reason, and it's because of how bad that passing defense for or for Philly is. And Brandon Cooks, man, that dude's a wily vet. And he's getting more looks each week. I, I like this a lot, and and especially in man coverage. Please, God, let him get manned up one time, and let him go. And he's going to get it. I think. I think he's going to have himself a long touchdown. Mike's going to scream at the TV saying, "I knew it! I knew it! I knew it!" I'm not watching the game. Oh darn! It's an afternoon game too, so that'll definitely. I mean, listen, the, the other games going on in the afternoon is Indy versus Carolina. Woof. And the Giants versus Las Vegas, woof. So that's going to get a lot of ratings. So, it's a, so it's if a game of the week. So if yeah. we're heavy overs on the passing of Dak and the pass catchers, that means we are. He- I'm heavy on the under for Tony Pollard this week. And same oh. same with Mike. Um, yeah. Tony Pollard is not going to have a uh, a ceiling week or even an average week this week. I think he's going to be underneath twelve points this week. To be honest, so. Um, that's, that's how good the Philly D line is. Wait, you mean, you mean RB 16 on the season, Tony Pollard? Oh, don't worry about him. He's only halfway. Don't even worry about that. Yeah. I, I, oh man. Oh, it's painful. Nobody's been scoring on Philly. 
on from the RB. And Brandon's position. asking about a guy clipboard Jesus. Clipboard Jesus got a real job, man. That's that's his problem. So he doesn't have time to, to join Clip, and watch. Clipboard the show. is tr- probably out there making terrible trades and oh, enjoying sharing llamas, sharing llamas for to the world. No, we love that's Clip. Right. Clip has actually made some sneaky good trades in the last year in a couple leagues I saw. So Clips are our guy, man. Apparently, from Bali, Martavis Bryant has been reinstated. Why? He's not going to what? Play. He's not going to play. It's that's pick not him even, up. I didn't even know. Yeah, exactly. Pick him up. He, Drop I didn't Josh Gordon to pick up Martavis Bryant. Josh yeah, Gordon. Exactly. God, dude, what an um, ultimate that guy was. Okay, boys, we are running ten and time here because Mike Dickinson had a hard stop at forty-five minutes. Now we are yep. at forty-four minutes. So let's quickly yep. just go through some of our honorable mentions. And then we'll, we'll get the hell out of here. Brandon, I'm going to sh- shoot to you first. Give me some of your honorable mentions. This sure. Um, honorable mentions. He really hasn't splashed this, this year at all because of the qu- quarterback position. But with Deshaun Watson playing, please start Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper is fifth in the league with deep targets. Um, average depth of those targets is 15 yards, which is sixth in the league. Uh, this this uh, Cardinals uh, secondary is an absolute sieve. They are bottom five in the league against wide receivers uh, for fantasy position. So I'm all for Amari Cooper. I think he gets in the box this year, this week, and he has like seven catches. So please start him. He's an easy start. Don't screw it up. Yeah, it's interesting. He's still like because of the name brand, people are still starting him guaranteed. But he's wide receiver 43 on the season. It's yeah, just, exactly. It's not been a good year for him, but it's mm-hmm. been boomer bust. When he's been and well, when he's done well, he's done well. But when he's busted, it's it's really hurt your team. Also, one more guy that's kind of been down down the tubes a little bit uh, lately is Nico Collins. Nico Collins is a dog out of the slot, and guess what? Tampa Bay Bucks absolutely are. Uh, bottom five against the slot position. So I like Nico Collins scoring out of the slot this week. Um, Tank Dell uh, is going to spend some time in the slot as well, but not as much as Nico. They like to move Nico around quite a bit. Yeah, no, love Nico this week. Uh, before my, before we get to you, we got a guy, Chris Bork, coming in here. So he's lost Waller. He lost Drink London to injuries. Mm-hmm. Amon Ross Drink Brown this week is on the bye. He's in a tough spot. Do you like Elijah Moore in that Cleveland game? The Mario Douglas, we already talked about, or Tajay Spears. So Tajay Spears has already played, right? The Titans yeah, I can't played, have so that. It's it going to be Tajay. It's so Douglas. it's Douglas for me. Yeah, Douglas, yep, Douglas for me too. Yep. All right. Easy one, Chris. I, I, Yeah, I mean, listen, like Elijah Moore, he just hasn't done enough this season to make you trust him. We we love, like we're, we're pro Elijah Moore show yep. in general, but for whatever reason, he just hasn't put it together in the, in the NFL. And that's it's not his fault. His quarterback wasn't healthy this year. Like, you know, like yeah. that's, that's the thing. Like he had, he had everything setting up nice for him to be honest this year. And then Watson got this shoulder thing. And yeah, Chris, even if Juju plays, it's, it's looking like he's going to play. We know Kendrick Warren. Yeah. So you can re- rewind the show. I don't want to rehash everything. We actually did talk about um, the Mario Douglas earlier on the show, but Kendrick Bourne is out for the season and Devontae Parker. He's out with a concussion. It is a, absolutely smash matchup going up against Washington. So a lot of just really good checkpoints. And right now, until I see it from Deshaun Watson, I know we just talked about Amari Cooper, but I just don't trust any of the secondary options. Yeah. In Cleveland until we see it from, 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 or uh, yeah, from him. So Deshaun. Yeah. And it's in Joku right. anyways. So like that's, yeah. yeah and Joku's going to be the next target. Um, tight end 12 on the season, David and Joku, which is painful, but is what it is. Mike Dickinson, give me your, give me your honorable mentions. We'll get I got, a, I got three. Uh, my first one is going to be Dalton Kincaid last week. Yes. 80, 86% route participation rate. Baby. He ran, he ran routes on 86% of his snaps, which is, oh. absolutely, which is absolutely amazing. Um, Gold. Cincinnati, Cincinnati gave up nine for 149 to uh, George Kittle last week. So Cincinnati is the most forgiving matchup to tight ends. So I actually have in a league where I have Hawkinson, Dynasty League where I have Hawkinson and Kincaid, I'm playing Kincaid over Addison, kind of hedging, hedging the Jaron Hall thing with, yep. uh, totally. with, uh, with, with Minnesota. So Makes I love sense. him there. Um, my, my second kind of my second kind of album mentioned we talked about already. Michael Pittman, Josh Downs is questionable. Um, I think that game is going to have that game is going to be sneaky. Uh, I think it's going to be back and forth, back and forth, a lot of offense. So slide Michael Pittman in there. You got something to say? No, go ahead. Uh, after okay. And then and then this one is really gross. This one is desperate. You can go get this guy for free right now if you want. But my third one, my third honorable mention is going to be Van Jefferson. Um, Drake London is out. Tyler Heineke is in at quarterback yeah. for the Atlanta Falcons. Um, 
you know, he's, he moves around a lot. He's kind of, he's kind of snuck up a little bit. Uh, he had an okay week last week. And I think that this could be a week where one of the things I like about Heineke is that he's a little bit of a gunslinger. Um, he's not afraid to kind of take those risks. So I think moving him in a quarterback bodes well for, for Kyle Pitts, uh, Minnesota is weakest out of the slot, but um, their cornerbacks have been torched. So I think that I think that Van Jefferson is a pretty solid play this week if you're in a, if you're in a tough spot. All right, we got one last one from Chris here. Any updates on Puka and Stafford? So Puka is oh. questionable. Okay, so Puka Nakua is questionable with the knee. Matthew Stafford is a game time decision with the thumb on his throwing hand. So I worry about that. I'll be honest with you though, I'm not sure I can sit Puka Nakua. If Stafford and Puka are both playing, which Puka should play, Stafford a little bit more worried. Um, I'm probably still going to lean Puka Nakua over Christian Watson. Christian Watson, man, he's just been such a disappointment this season. Yeah, Stafford yeah, dude, was a full, honestly was a yeah. DMP on Friday, so it's he's true game time. <laughs> so if if Joshua Downs doesn't play, this is only an if. I like Alec Pierce this week against Dante Jackson. Dante Jackson's given up 10.3 fantasy points per game. Um, Alex Smith is one of those guys that I liked last year coming out. Uh, big body wide receiver, fast out on the outside. Um, Minshew is a, uh, is a traditional type quarterback. He can get that ball to him. But, you know, if that's only if, you know, Downs is out, I think that could be a possible shift in workload where he can get some more looks, but that's a, that's a, that's a pie in the sky one. Yeah, exactly. Okay. One last one. Cause we just love you Bali so much. Christian Watson or Rashid Shahid. 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 Unanimous decision. Our guy Brandon in the chat says Shahid as well. And yes, DeMar or Emery DiMicardo is ruled out. So it's going to be a Keontae Ingram week. I'm oh. still not starting. I'm not Dude, starting. Any do not start any cards besides Hollywood. Yeah. And that's it. Like Cleveland's, it's too risky. Against Cleveland and too risky. Cleveland, it, I, I would not be surprised if they had like six, five, six sacks this week. <laughs> like they are going to absolutely tune up Clayton Tune. Like that's what's going to happen. Like yeah. that, that guy is being sacrificed for Kyler Murray to not play that defense this week. Period. Uh, yeah, exactly. I be that is it. DFSarmy.com. DFSarmy.com. If you're new to the program, follow the link in the show description below to go check out DFSArmy.com. A lot of the tools that we use every day on this program, the matchup tool. We have, of course, our flagship domination station tool for all of your DFS lineups. If you'd like to do the research yourself, there's a research station. There's the air yard report. There's a Proptimizer. There is the chalkboard. If you want to see what, what all the, the sharps are going to be playing this week in DFS, it's all over at DFSArmy.com. Of course, we're the season-long fantasy football channel. And of course, Dynasty in the offseason. We like to talk a lot about Dynasty over here. If you like what you listen to, if you like the people on the program, help us out. Comment, give likes, subscribe to the channel. It all helps us grow this channel. So thank you so much. Thank you for all of our loyal fans and listeners in the chat. Good luck in NFL Week 9. For Brandon, for Mike, I'm Flex Shane, and we are the DFS Army Fantasy Football Show. Go get it, baby. Knowing that, no, diamonds in my teeth, I got a lot of shine.